everyone. Thank you for listening to the Full of Joy podcast today. This is episode number 18 and I wanted to do something a little different and I just wanted to talk. So this is going to be real talk today and I asked you guys what topics you want to hear about or hear more of, any topics you could want advice on or just hear some funny stories about. So this is going to be fun and I'm excited to share it with you today. Before we get started today, I hope that you will subscribe to this podcast and rate it anywhere you like to listen, Spotify, iTunes, Google Play. I also put these podcasts on YouTube as well. So if you are new here, I typically like to have this podcast kind of laid out with series and I just had a small series or I just had a, I guess it was two episodes about hope. And with everything going on in the world, I really wanted to talk about hope and the ways that I'm coping with sadness and how I find hope in my days and stay positive. So if you need to hear a message of hope, um, I encourage you to listen to the last two episodes. And I just want to quickly note that in uncertain times like these, my job does not stop, but my job does change. And I hope that I can always change my content so it is valuable to you. And in all of the seasons we face, I hope that we can relate and find joy in every day and find peace and relief in each other. So let's get started. So I asked you guys on my Instagram stories to ask me questions or leave me any topics that you wanted to hear about. So I have those right here and we're just going to go in random order. So first off, I noticed that a lot of these questions are on dating or relationships and marriage. So in case any of you missed it, I have a whole series on the podcast about relationships. So that's episodes 13, 14, and 15. They are all focused on relationships and I share stories about dating and things we talked about before we got married. It's all there. So I am going to talk more about relationships here today, but if you guys want a lot more after this episode, you can go listen to episodes 13, 14, and 15 on relationships. So the first question, and I saw a lot similar to this, are on finding new girlfriends and how to have a lasting friendship with women. So for me, I've made like an entirely new friend group in the last like three-ish years. So when Brett and I were dating, I moved to a new city to be closer to him. And this is an hour away from my hometown, but I've always wanted to live here. So it was perfect and the perfect time for me to move out, live out on my own and have a new beginning. So to be honest, I had like a handful of girls that you know, I made friends with in high school and that I loved. And then I was close to some girls that I worked with at Alta and Sephora. But I didn't have this like group of girls that was like my girl gang. So when I was thinking about moving to a new city where I knew no one except for Brett and his family, I was definitely curious about, you know, how that was going to be with making new friends, especially since I work from home. But I wasn't very worried about it. And I think that's because I had my sister and my mom who I talked to every day. And then my few close friends I would still see and talk to even if we lived, you know, miles apart. So anyways, when I got to this city and lived alone I realized that I did want a girl gang and I wanted some girlfriends that make me laugh and inspire me and encourage me and vice versa so I did end up making about a handful of new friends that are all now friends with each other and it's so crazy how it all happened and I think that you really can't plan for friends just like any other relationship people just come along and you know you're just like oh my god I love this person like they need to be in my life so 
the first friend that I made was a photographer and we met totally at random and it was at a store and I was shopping and I recognized her beautiful face from Instagram and I was like oh my god I follow her so I went up to her and we started talking and we ended up setting up a photo shoot together since she's a photographer and I need photos and we became best friends and she actually photographed our wedding too last year. So like I was saying, when I moved here, I was on my own for the first time and I wanted to have a part-time job on top of my full-time social media job just to help me feel secure when supporting myself for the first time. So I started working freelance for a beauty brand, Carriott Sephora. So since I was spending more time at a place like Sephora, I was lucky to meet a lot of new people that I had a lot in common with. And I loved everyone and I got really close to some of the girls I met there. And since those girls already knew each other, we all kind of became close. And then I met a lot more girls when I was wedding planning, like between other vendors or other brides. And just a lot kind of came together. So I would say that you can't really plan on friendships, just like relationships. But I would say my tip for finding friends is to be bold. And if you have, you know, interest in being friends with someone, talk to them. Like I walked right up to that photographer at that store and now she's one of my best friends. But also I would say to just live your life and hang out at places where other people with similar interests might hang out. And, you know, I look at my husband, Brett, and he has these friends that he's been friends with since he was a little kid. They were friends all through school and all growing up. And he just has these like long, like lifelong friendships. And I just don't have that. And I think that that's okay. I think that for a lot of us, you know, our timing is all different, of course, and we all have different seasons of our life. And I think for me, you know, my season of a lot of different friends and a really strong friend group didn't really start until recently. And I'm so thankful for that friendship group now. So I would say if you are not currently in that friendship group, but you're really like can tell that you need that in your life, I will say that your time is coming and it will all work out and you will find your girl gang and it's going to be so fun and you're going to be so thankful. But for the time being, you know, work on yourself, work on whatever relationships you do have, whether that be with family or your husband or whatever it is, even yourself, work on those things, put your focus on those things and more people will come into your life and more people will go out of your life and it will all work out. So the next question is, how do you keep the spark and have fun in your marriage, especially during this time at home? So for Brett and I, I think we've been married for about nine or 10 months. So it hasn't been that long. So I would say the spark is still there because we're so fresh and, you know, we're still newlyweds and we're still learning so much about each other. And, you know, we just moved into our new house for the first time together. Like there's so much change still happening and there's just a lot. For me, I think there was a whole lot of change that happened with marriage. And I think that could be different for you, depending on if you lived together before and a whole bunch of different factors. But for me, the changes are still happening. So I think that keeps everything really interesting and fun. But obviously, once we get settled and become more of a family, you know, things things just keep on changing even then. Um, But yeah, so I would say our spark is that, you know, we, we do have the benefit of being newlyweds, but we both just love each other and we love being kind to each other and we love being intentional with our time together and giving to each other and we just really enjoy loving each other I think that ultimately that's what it is is that we both have so much love for ourselves and for our life and for our family and ultimately we want that for each other as well so we're really big on building each other up and checking in with each other and making sure that both of us are happy and Um, you know, feel peaceful in our home and feel loved. So I think we really just 
we check in on each other and make sure that we both are giving the love that the other person needs. Um, but about having fun during this time at home. So for us personally, we both work from home all the time. So that, you know, really hasn't changed for us in that sense. Our daily life hasn't really changed too much, except for, of course, not going out in public. Um, but right now, at this point in our lives, to be honest, we have a lot of like home projects going on. You guys know we just moved into a house. So like those things are so fun for us. It's so fun to build our life and to build our home and to like do these things inside our home that will benefit us for our future and for our future family. So we're just having so much fun just like thinking about our future and, you know, really focusing on that, but also like using the day ahead of us to, you know, work on things that will benefit our future family. So yeah, we're just having a lot of fun just by, you know, being newlyweds and being with each other and, you know, trying to take care of ourselves. I would, I will say that I do enjoy alone time. And I know a lot of you guys do too. I know so does Brett. So something that we do is we take some alone time, whether that is us working separately. We both have separate offices and we work out at different times. Um, but for the most part, we're together the whole day. But I do take some alone time so that I feel refreshed and ready to give him my all and um, feel whole by myself as well. The next question is how to de-stress. So for me, I learned recently that you can relieve stress. I don't think you can take stress away out of your life because life is, you know, uncertain and life happens and life is full of good seasons and bad seasons. So you can't really take away stress, but there are ways to cope with it when it does come. So let's think some of the ways I relieve stress are through talking through my problems or my issues or insecurities or whatever it is with my husband. So I'm so thankful that I married Brett because he has such a good head on his shoulders and he thinks so wisely and he thinks like so clearly through things and he can see a lot of sides to every situation. So I love talking through that, you know, whatever it is with him because he'll help me see a perspective that I didn't see before. And it's just, I just love the way that he thinks. So that's one way that I relieve stress because typically when I'm stressed out, it's because I only see this one way I only see this one perspective on this issue and then bringing it up getting it out of my body and out of my brain like letting it out into the open and then hearing another perspective on it especially a perspective from someone that loves me um, really helps me change my perspective and he'll always offer me good advice and he just listens and sometimes that's all you need is someone just to listen to you and know that you feel that way and sometimes he'll just you know say like okay like sometimes I'm just really sad and I'll be like I'm just sad and he's like I know you know and like I just feel better to know that he knows and he's right there next to me to hold me or whatever it is so that's my favorite way to relieve stress right now is to really rely on my husband Another way that we relieve stress is through a lot of like active sort of things. So obviously there's activity like exercising, but we've also been looking into breathing and meditation. Those are things I've talked about before. I've been looking into and kind of practicing the Wim Hof method, which is a breathing technique. I've also used a lot of the Headspace app for learning how to meditate. I'm definitely still a beginner at those things, but I find them really interesting and they do definitely benefit me whenever I do them. 
Another way that I relieve stress is through pampering myself or doing something to take care of myself, whether that be something really like surface level, like putting on a self tanner or it be something that I really enjoy, like talking to my family, like FaceTiming my family. I just love doing that. Like seeing my family's face literally makes me feel better. So for you, that might be your friends or that might be your husband or your spouse. But for me, it's like everybody and my family. Like I just love seeing them and seeing their faces and hearing them talk and seeing my nephew. It's the most like powerful stress reliever to me anytime I have anxiety I'm just like I just want to see my family and then I'll feel better so those are some of the ways that we've been relieving stress and it seems to be helping somebody asked to talk about insecurities so obviously just like any of you guys I have insecurities I wouldn't say a ton but they definitely cross my mind I'd say every day there's an insecure thought that crosses my mind and I lose confidence and I feel nervous and I feel you know, almost like unworthy. And I feel like, oh my God, like, should I be having this like joyful life? Like, is it weird? Is it wrong of me to be in this joyful mindset? You know, there's a lot of insecurities that cross my mind, whether it be about my work and spreading a joyful message, whether it be about my body and what I'm putting into my body or how I'm showing my body to social media and to the world, Um, whether that be about a relationship or a decision that I made or even the past. Of course, insecurities are a part of everyday life. I think that's part of being human. But I think that the way that I don't focus on my insecurities and the way that I don't let them ruin my day and ruin my life and tear me down is that I really focus on my perspective. So on days when I feel, let's say, really insecure about my body and like the thoughts cross my mind where I'm not as fit as I could be or I'm not eating as healthy as I should be or, you know, just comparing myself to another woman or whatever it is, whatever physical insecurity is popping through my mind that day, the way that I handle that is through refocusing my perspective when in actuality my body is so healthy and I do so much to take care of it and I spend so much time being intentional with how I treat it and what I put into it and how I love it. At the end of the day, my body is working for me and it's keeping me alive and it's beautiful and full of life. And this body is my vehicle to share joy with you guys. And this, you know, body has all the things that I'm going to need to tackle my life and to handle my life with beauty and joyfully. And I try to really think big like that and really change my perspective to be like, think big. So let's say I feel insecure about my job or my income or something like that. I think that life is full of changes and my current is my current and it's only going to be like this for a short time and things are going to change for the better or for the worse things do change so I always like to remind myself that this is my current and it will change and as you age I think even your insecurities change but I also think that what comes with age is also a better perspective and more of a maturity and more of a thankfulness for yourself and for your body and what it can do and you know just going through everything that you go through as you age I think it's so beautiful and it will help you gain the confidence to handle your insecurities even better so I'm hopeful that as my life changes and as my insecurities change, so will my perspective and so will my thankfulness for all that my life brings.
Okay, the next question is, how did you know Brett was the one? (laughs) So I think I did touch on this in the relationship series. I talked a lot about how we first met and what that was like. Um, But I will say that Brett was definitely very different than anyone that I had ever dated before. And it took me a while to make sure that I liked that and to make sure I was comfortable with that. Um, But what really was going on is that, I mean, I just couldn't believe like how good he was. Like, I just had never experienced something like that. And I didn't know that that was possible. And I didn't know that someone like him was, you know, could be the person that I'm going to marry. The way that Brett loves me is just so different than any way that I've ever been loved. And now that I've experienced this kind of love, it just feels so right. And it feels so made for me. And he just loves me so well and so beautifully for me. And the way that he loves me might be a way that you don't want to be loved. But for me, I'm like, oh, my God, I love this, you know. So it was really just, I, I've said it before and I'll say it again, like, you know when you know. And that was really the way that it was for us. I just loved the way that I felt about myself um, dating him and being around him and talking to him. Like, I love the way he talks to himself. I love the way he talks with his family. I love the way he talks with me. I love the way he thinks. I just love everything about him. But especially I love the way that he makes me feel. Um, like physically, emotionally, spiritually, and mentally. He really helps me and supports me and just really lifts me up and he's just the best so that's how I knew he was the one because I loved myself more when I was dating him this one is so funny and I asked Brett it earlier and he didn't know but it said to describe your marriage in three words and this is so hard we both were like oh my gosh I don't know so I haven't thought about it yet like until now so I'm just gonna go like right off the top of my head so describe our marriage in three words so we are newlyweds we are newly living together so I would say there's definitely like kind of for me this is for me not for Brad so for me I would almost say kind of like embarrassing (laughs) like there's a lot of change and there's a lot of like vulnerableness and or vulnerability and there's just a lot of you know being yourself and being open so I would say there's been some embarrassment (laughs) if that's a good one um and then I would say hmm I would use the word in love, if that counts. I know it's two, but I'd say in love because I feel like we're so like lovey-dovey with our words and with our actions and with everything. Like we feel very in love and like we're like more in love every day. This is so lovey-dovey, but it's so true. And then my third word would be fun. I feel like you guys are like, what? Like you don't travel, you don't do anything fun, but like I'm having so much fun. Like we just love our life and I think that's so funny and we make fun of ourselves because we'll be like sitting on our couch and like we just like hung up a light or like hung up a curtain. We're like, this is so fun. Like we just love our life. To be honest, we're just so thankful for it and we just can't believe that we get to live it and we can't believe that we get to be married and we're just having so much fun. So those are my three words, embarrassing, in love and fun. (laughs) so there's a little bit of everything in there so I'm so curious to hear what you guys what your three words would be to describe your relationship you'll have to let me know and I'm so curious to know Brett's how do you balance between working from home and your home tasks so I actually just filmed a YouTube video about my work from home routine so I've worked from home for about five years now and I think I'm a successful work from home person I've made you know a successful job out of it and I think I had pretty productive days and I stay creative and I just love my job and I love my life like I was just saying so one thing that I like to do and I think this will definitely change once we have a family and kids but I like to first thing I do in the morning is clean up 
and I was talking to my sister about this and my mom and they were like no you clean at night you clean at night is when you wake up and then it's clean and you get to just enjoy it but I like to clean in the mornings I'm a big time morning person I like to work out in the mornings I like to just like have a slow morning I don't like wake up and get to work so for me what I do is I'll wake up I'll make like a celery juice or a tea or like hot water with lemon. I'll drink that a little bit. And then while I'm drinking that, I'll clean up. So I'll do the dishes, quickly unload and load the dishwasher. I'll clean up the living room from the night before. Like I'll fold the blankets and like throw away any like water bottles that we had out or whatever. And then I'll make our bed. And that's pretty much all that needs to be picked up. For the two of us, we're pretty clean. We like things to be picked up. So there's not usually much of a mess. But that takes about 10, 15 minutes just to pick everything up and make our bed. And then I feel more productive for the day and ready to like move throughout my house for the day. A lot of times my house has to be on camera or on Instagram stories. So it has to be picked up just to look nice. And obviously I want it to look nice just so I can enjoy it too. So that's one of my tips is to just do your housework like that before the day gets started so you don't get distracted during the day because there's a lot of times where you know midday you're like I could do laundry right about now since I'm home but then you know midday if you were at your office you wouldn't be thinking about laundry you'd like stay in your mindset so I will try to get my cleaning and housework done before I start working for the day how do you stay motivated and positive during the stay-at-home orders? So I definitely think that I mentioned a lot of this and really dive into this deeper in the last two episodes that I talk about hope. But how I have been staying motivated is I repeat this to myself all day long. This isn't forever. This is not forever. This is not forever. This is not forever. Okay. I have to repeat that to myself all the time. And I know that things change and I know that life is full of changes. And every year there's something new and every day there's something new. But this is not forever. Your current will not last forever. Your current is just your current. And then soon it's going to be your past. And there's so much to look forward to in the future. But this is not forever. Every season that you're going to be gifted in this life will not last forever. So I would say to look for the good in every season. Look for what could be in it for you. Look for ways that you can grow from every season of your life. And sometimes that's really hard. And sometimes you're just really sad. And that's not going to happen. And that's okay too. There really is a time for everything. And there are going to be times when you're just sad and you don't want to be productive and that's okay. That's that season for that. If you feel like you just need some time to be sad, take that time because then when you're ready, you will be more productive when you're ready to get back to work and you're ready to be your normal self. But if you try to push off that sadness and push it off and push it off, you're going to end up being sad, like a little bit sad every day and not being able to get things done and you just feel drained. Like the other day, I had something really sad happen in our family. Our family dog passed away about two weeks ago now. You guys know that. His name was Chi-Chi. He was a chihuahua. So adorable. I loved him so much and I miss him so much. Um, so when he did pass away, I took about a week off of everything and just grieved him and looked at pictures of him all day, every day and watched movies of him and, you know, just really like dealt with my feelings and my feelings of sadness. And I'm still super sad about it, of course. But I did give myself time to feel those and I allowed myself, you know, the opportunity to feel those feelings of sad and I just cried and just like was sad and I just let myself feel that instead of trying to push it off and be brave and be strong. Like, no, I let myself be weak and that felt good. And now, you know, two weeks have gone by and 
I'm able to talk about it without crying like this. And, you know, I'm, I'm able to move forward. I definitely don't want to move on ever because I love him so much and I miss that little guy so much and I can't wait to see him again one day. But I am able to keep living my life and I'm so thankful that I did have time to grieve him and then I did have the opportunity to take some time for myself. But yeah, I think it's really important to take care of yourself and allow yourself to feel emotions and share those emotions, whether that be with, you know, yourself, allowing yourself to know and acknowledge that you don't feel right. Um, and ultimately, you will come back to normal and you will be your normal self and seasons change and life is full of changes. So that's how I stay positive during the stay at home order is I'm not always positive, to be honest. That's that's what it is, is I allow the changes to come. I allow the feelings to come and go. And um, I'm just hopeful that soon my my present will change and um, the joyful days will be on their way and they will be coming and they're coming for all of us. This one I thought was interesting and it's your first year of marriage so far. Share your joy, frustrations, and things you've learned about yourself. There are so many joys with our first year of marriage and I just love it so much but I would say for the joyful parts of our first year of marriage would definitely be like making big decisions together like the decision to buy a house that was so fun and the way it worked out was so crazy and just so beautiful and we're so thankful but yeah like making big decisions together that are gonna benefit your future is so fun because it gives you so much to look forward to and it gives you so much hope and ultimately does bring so much joy so making big decisions and doing big life things together has been so fun like obviously getting married is the first big thing that we do together as a married couple um, but yeah I do feel like getting a house or you know moving in together is the next big thing typically so moving in together and now buying our house is just like so fun and we're loving making all the de like design decisions and just doing everything together like just sharing my life with Brett like ultimately and fully sharing my life and committing my life to him and vice versa is just the most joyful thing as far as frustrations go to be honest our relationship doesn't really have that many frustrations and I think that relationships are so different for so many different types of people and I think that you know at the timing of when you meet really has a lot to do with how your relationship works like how old you are and like what your life is like and there's just so many different factors that go into relationships but for us personally we never really have frustrations with each other definitely in our own private lives like personal lives there could be something frustrating but in our relationship we don't really argue and we don't really fight I couldn't tell you one time where we've ever fought we don't raise our voices with each other that just like doesn't happen that hasn't come up I'm sure that in the future there will be things of course but like from the time that we've dated until now we don't really have much friction or frustration um and like uneasiness like that it's been for us more easy it's just easy and you know right now we we both just naturally give a lot in our relationship and it doesn't feel like work it doesn't feel like effort to give that to each other I think we just naturally both love in that way and that really works for us so there haven't there has not really been much frustration and I think that I kind of want to share that, that that's an option and sometimes that's how relationships are and it's beautiful um, but every type of relationship is beautiful and the way that you resolve conflict can be so beautiful but for us, we haven't really had to do much resolving in that way. And then the things that I've learned about myself. 
I definitely knew this about myself and I knew it was going to be something that I struggled with and that is that I'm not fully comfortable around guys. I didn't have any like guy friends growing up except for of course like a boyfriend Um, and there were no guys in my family. It's just me and my sister and of course my dad was there. Michael was there. My sister's husband was there because they dated forever but there wasn't many boys or guys around. We don't have very many cousins that are boys so I knew I wasn't going to be fully comfortable living with a guy (laughs) but obviously Brett is my husband so I'm going to have to get comfortable with it so I've definitely learned a lot about myself in that way that I got to get comfortable with it and I have to get comfortable sharing everything with this person but something that I didn't expect is that we both really feel like one (laughs) like we feel like we're the same person even when we talk about other couples like when we talk about like my sister and her husband like I never just think about like my sister like I think like my sister and her husband like they are one person and like when we think about our parents like I don't just think like oh my mom like it's always like my mom and dad you know like I think that people really view couples as one so it's really fun that like we get to step into that and we get to be that one and I'm so thankful that like I get to be you know in relation to Brett because I think he's so cool and I think that he thinks I'm pretty cool too but yeah I think that it was really interesting that we both feel so like one we feel really like marriage really united us and it's really exciting all right so that's all i'm going to answer for today i'm definitely going to answer a few more of your questions and you know i wanted to just offer hope or offer guidance or you know talk about confidence so i have quite a bit more that i want to share with you guys but i hope you guys like this more kind of casual chit chat type of episode thank you so much for listening to this 18th episode and the episodes to come on this podcast i hope that you feel encouraged to create a place for joy in your life i hope that you will welcome joy invite joy and seek days that are full of joy Thank you so much for listening to this episode. I want to invite you to subscribe to this podcast and follow our Instagram at Full of Joy Podcast. I'll talk to you guys soon. Bye.